Welcome to the Wrestling Talk Cast for August 15th, 2016. First on the agenda, the WWE brand extension. We've had a couple of weeks here seeing the new brand split play out. From what I've seen, I'm not that impressed. Overall, SmackDown has been better than Raw, but at the same time, it hasn't been fantastic. You have Dolph Ziggler, who, you know, whose character has seen better days. He's not exactly uh, a hot character. And I don't really think that, obviously I don't think, that Dolph Ziggler is the right opponent for Dolph Ziggler, for Dean Ambrose, excuse me, going forward. Now, for SummerSlam, fine. But but after SummerSlam, if he's going to keep continuing his feud with, with Ambrose, you know, I just don't see the point of it. Um, and at the same time, it's... It's, I wouldn't say it's just a feud, because a lot of a lot of uh, feuds these days in WWE are just feuds. Two guys who don't like each other, two guys who are just put into a match with each other, and there really is no grudge of any kind, no storyline, nothing. But uh, at least with this, it's sort of Dolph Ziggler trying to prove himself to the fans, to himself, to Ambrose that he's worthy of being in the main event of SummerSlam. So there's something there. There wasn't anything there last week on SmackDown, but who knows what will happen in the next few weeks. Uh, the Olympics have caused a big, big issue with the WWE ratings recently. Uh, it's affected the way that they've written TV, and it's just... <clears throat> it's not been uh, healthy to the product because of the fact the writers... The writers have become very lazy now. These last, this last uh, few episodes here of Raw and SmackDown, uh, just lazy writing, obviously filler TV, and there's gonna be a lot of filler TV coming up here for WWE because of the um, Monday Night Football coming back here. So. You know, I'm not really sure exactly what they're going to be doing uh, here in September and October for Raw. For SmackDown, at least they're not going to really have a ton of competition. Yes, the new fall TV season is beginning in the United States. So that is going to be a big issue for Raw and SmackDown. Just new new TV shows, shows coming back, new episodes. That will be a problem. But... The biggest issue, obviously, is Monday Night Football going up against Raw. Depends, obviously, what the games are going up against it. But that first episode of Monday Night Football, where they're going to have two games on the same night going up against Raw, that is going to be a brutal rating for Raw. Now, the Raw rating from the past week, that went up against the Olympics, 2.9 million viewers overall. Um... Not a good rating, and obviously it's because the the Olympics got nearly 30 million viewers on NBC. So that was the main reason why probably it did not do well. SmackDown fared a little bit better with 2.4 million viewers, only down 200,000 from the previous week. So we'll see what happens, but I think that coming up here, I think... Raw going up against Monday Night Football is going to get it no more than no more than 2.9 to 3 million viewers uh, unless WWE really starts to try and do something to compete against Monday Night Football which I don't think they're going to they did attempt a little bit last late last year with the Sheamus Roman Reigns title match on Raw with Vince McMahon as the special guest referee, or whatever the hell happened there. I guess it was special guest referee. I've tried to blank out that entire era of WWE. That was a pretty brutal period of time. 
And we're going to get a lot of filler here um, So the next four, four or five months until Royal Rumble. And it's just bad timing because, you know, Raw has a, has a very, very thin roster now. And people see that, obviously. And people are going to start tuning out because this thin roster, the writing is still lazy. Sure, they had one show that had, was critically acclaimed. The first Raw after the brand split was a critically acclaimed show. But since then, these last two Raws um, have been horrible. Now, maybe if you're watching them on Hulu, where they cut it down to 90 minutes, maybe it's not so bad. But when you're watching it... Now, I watch it via DVR. I fast-forward through... All the entrances, I fast forward through the majority of the video packages, depending on you know if there's interviews in these video packages or not. Um, if it's just highlights, I'm not going to watch that. Some of the announcer stuff, a few other things, but for the most part, that's about it. I watch the matches. Sometimes I do fast forward the matches. If I'm, if I'm starting to feel bored and really tired, I'm just going to fast forward. I don't care. Like the Sheamus... Cesaro match. They just had that match a, a, a week previously, and I'm not going to sit through that match again. So I fast forwarded that match, and I also fast forwarded the Titus O'Neil Darren Young match. And from what I've heard, uh, it was a pretty horrible match. Um, so I guess that was worth fast forwarding. But uh, my opinion on wrestling, though, it's like I want to be entertained. You know, whether that be a match or whether that be some type of fun storyline of some kind. I just want to be entertained. It doesn't really have to be good. It just wants, I just want it to be entertaining. and it's Something that's entertaining to me. And I'm not saying I want to see like uh, you know some Vince Russo type thing where it's like uh, you know Val Venus or whatever you know or I'm just trying I'm trying to remember back to these, this, this Russo stuff. I mean he had so there was so much of it. I mean, so much of it to, to pick one thing. But you know what I mean. Just just the the entertainment, more sports entertainment style of wrestling. It doesn't need to be like that 100. percent It could be something like you know a, a, a some type of new faction like the Nexus, for example. I was highly entertained by that. That wasn't goofy. That wasn't wacky. You know, it doesn't have to be wacky or or goofy to be entertaining. Just something that keeps my interest. And WWE for the last four years, since they put Raw to three hours, it has become a chore. A true, 100% chore to, to sit and watch day week after week. And back in the day, I would sometimes watch, when Raw was two hours, I sometimes wait a week to watch it and then watch two episodes of Raw back to back. Sometimes I'd wait several weeks and watch episode after episode all the same day. And that wasn't so bad. You know, I was younger and I was, you know, it was easier to digest something like that. But now that I'm older and I'm, you know, I'm watching this, you know, I guess without commercials, without all the entrances, maybe the show's around. I don't know, 110 minutes maybe without all that stuff that I fast forward through. So for me, it's just a real chore. And I'm sure for most people, for everybody else, it pretty much is. I don't think there's anybody out there who enjoys Raw being three hours. But on to SmackDown. SmackDown, from what I've seen on SmackDown, they're trying to be entertaining. They're trying to put some entertainment into the show. And not not for focus as much on the wrestling because they really can't focus as much on the wrestling because I mean to be honest Dean Ambrose ain't gonna win you know best technical wrestler of the year even though supposedly he wasn't once an amateur wrestler which I had no clue about on the Steve Austin podcast he discussed that um, and he he's not a great wrestler and Dolph Ziggler I don't think he's too bad some people criticize him. And, you know, you have Cena, he has his fans, he has his detractors, and you have Orton, who some people think is boring, 
You have Bray Wyatt, who he's okay. He's better when he's with somebody who's a very good wrestler. He's okay in the ring. He's not great. So those are just some, an example of some of these guys who are the top guys, the top five guys right now in SmackDown, and they're not, you know, fantastic wrestlers. You do have American Alpha, who is a uh, tag team, obviously. They're not singles wrestlers. They could eventually move to the singles division. I suspect Jason Jordan will at some point. But uh, I just think that SmackDown obviously should focus on the entertainment stuff because of the fact that the wrestling ability of a lot of these guys is really lacking. So, you know, so what I, from what I've seen, they are trying to focus on Let's copy a little bit of the Attitude Era stuff a little bit. The Eve Marie thing, you know, wardrobe malfunction, the Maurice Miz thing from this past this past Tuesday SmackDown. You know, things that remind me of the Attitude Era a little bit. Um, and I think they should keep going in that direction because that's the kind of stuff that's going to get people to watch because it stands out, it's different from what's going on right now. Uh, and the majority of pro wrestling. Uh, now, one thing they should definitely do is do more of these, um, you know... Now, when they did the whole Bray Wyatt... The whole Bray Wyatt family thing... About a month ago here with a New Day... That whole rip-off of the final deletion, the, the Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy thing from TNA... It just wasn't very good. Now, this past Monday on Raw, they did this Finn Balor thing, video package, where he was being interviewed. And it was very high quality. It was different. I like that. So, they keep doing more stuff like that. Do more stuff like that on SmackDown to differentiate it from Raw. And Raw could just be the wrestling show. Because they have a lot of good wrestlers on there. So, it should be. Even though it is, obviously, the more known show to most casual viewers. Most casual viewers watch Raw over SmackDown. But I think over time, if you if you can take the audience and in, 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 into a... you know, educate the audience that SmackDown is more for casual viewers, Raw is more for hardcore wrestling fans. Um, you really have to be hardcore to watch Raw every week all the way through. And a lot of people watch it live, and I could never imagine doing that. I know people, a lot of people are probably looking at their phones the entire time when they're watching Raw. Or maybe they're, I don't know, what, playing a, a mobile game or something? Who knows? But I just can't imagine ever watching the show live or going even going to the show in attendance. I mean, the show is so boring 99% of the time. Occasionally, you'll have an episode... Where it's not so boring and there's some some stuff going on, um, but that's my opinion on the brand split so far. SmackDown's winning, but it's not exactly a home run, even in the SmackDown side. SmackDown still needs a lot of work. So before I get to my next subject here, let me just say that I just realized that I did not mention AJ Styles when I was talking about the top guys on SmackDown. Now, AJ Styles, ever since he's gone to SmackDown, now he's only been on one show. That's probably the reason why I forgot about him, to mention him. Uh, It just feels like, since he's broken up with the club, he's not been the same. Now, I don't really know exactly what WWE has planned for him here in the future. I believe that he will probably be feuding with Dean Ambrose at some point. I would probably wait that wait for that till next year. I think that's a uh, unless they're going to put the they really 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 want to put the title on AJ Styles as soon as possible. I think I would wait for that one till maybe even WrestleMania or after WrestleMania, depending on now. Of course, the draft could happen again after WrestleMania, so maybe you want to get it done. Before WrestleMania, because he may get drafted to Raw, or whatever. Who knows? Or Ambrose may get drafted to Raw. But, obviously AJ Styles is the best top guy in, in on SmackDown who is a good worker. 
obviously. But I think that, like I said, you need to hold off on, on, on the Ambrose feud, the title feud. So you should put them with, I don't know, keep the, the Cena thing going for a few more months. Maybe until Survivor Series. Um, now, of course, Cena is going to be taking time off, so it may not, may not, may not be a good idea. He's going to be doing uh, American Grit Season 2. He's going to be possibly doing you know, movies, who knows what, more award shows. But, because uh, Cena's not, supposedly is not going to be wrestling at Backlash in September. So, obviously you need to find somebody him, for him to feud with, whether it be Ziggler or somebody. But, here's the thing about feuds. It doesn't always have to be a feud. A guy could be involved just in a storyline, uh, whatever. Some type of storyline... Where does it involve a feud? Wrestling doesn't always have to always be about feuds. So if you've seen the news, Billy Corgan is now the president of TNA. Who knows what this even means? Supposedly Dixie Carter is now the chairman of TNA. And Billy Corgan... He had a meeting backstage with the wrestlers, had like a 10-minute speech saying, just giving him a rundown of how things are going to be and how things are changing. And a lot of the wrestlers are now are, are very excited about Corgan being in charge. What would this lead to now? It doesn't mean that he's the head writer of the show. Now, John Gaborak uh, is the head writer of the show. So he makes he's the one who's writing now, uh, from the looks of it. Corgan's going to make the final decision on on what those what those or what's in the script. So I really don't know what to think of this. I mean, is it really going to be the show? Really going to be that different? We'll see. Uh, I watch the show every week. A lot of people don't. Um, I think that here are the positives and eggs of the show. Positives of the show: Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is very entertaining. This character, the Broken Matt Hardy character, is the best character in pro wrestling right now. No doubt about it. And the other, the negatives, that's probably the only, only real positive about the show. Eliminate that. It's a generic pro wrestling show. Yes, they do a good job of building up their fuse, building up their title matches, and having video packages and interviews. They do a good job of it. Make, they make it feel very sports oriented especially for the world title matches and they're put they've put all the titles all of the singles titles on Bobby Lashley so it, it they're trying to build up Lashley as a monster and I guess EC3 or Drew Galloway whoever's going to win this I guess they're having a match to decide number contendership I guess Whoever wins that match at Battle for Glory against Lashley, for all those titles, is going to be, you know, this king. You know, he he beat Lashley, the guy who had three titles and run through ran through all these people. Now I know the EC3's contract's coming up in January, so I suspect he is going to be the one facing Lashley and winning the title and keeping those titles for a very long time, unless of course he leaves. But I think it's a tactic. This. This whole situation with Lashley being the champion with holding three titles is a tactic to give the titles to EC3. He's a transitional champion, Lashley is what he is. He's going to give those titles to EC3 so so EC3 will be happy with all the three titles and he won't leave TNA. Because if I was EC3, I'd leave. I'd go to WWE right now because... He has completely... I wouldn't say he's completely changed his character from, from the Derek Bateman character. If you ever watched Derek Bateman as a babyface, you know, he's... You know, Derek Bateman babyface. It's very similar to the EC3 babyface character. When EC3 was a heel, it was very different than Derek Bateman. But EC3 is a babyface, very similar to Derek Bateman. Uh, Derek Bateman is his former WWE name when he was on NXT, the competition version, when it was on originally on Sci-Fi Channel, but the one that he was on was when it was on uh, WWE.com and YouTube. So, I think he'll come back to WWE, whether they change to change his name back to Derek Bateman or give him a new name, who knows. But back to TNA, the other negatives, the women's division is horrible. It's a complete mess. 
All they focus on is Maria and Gail Kim. The tag team division is also kind of a mess, but they are trying to change that by having uh, the Hardys involved. And it looks like they're going to be doing the Hardys against the Decay. And now Jeff Hardy now, I guess, is broken. He's also broken like Matt Hardy. At least he's acting like he is. I suspect what it's going to be is that Jeff Hardy is going to pretend that he is broken like Matt Hardy, and then he's going to trick him. In, you know, he's going to twist the fade him or whatever. He's, gonna, he's tricking him, this whole thing. It's, it's, it's an act to, to uh, uh, screw over Matt Hardy and, you know, get his, uh, I guess, intellectual property back. That's what this whole storyline is about um, from Matt Hardy. So I don't really know what, what else to say about TNA. The ratings have gone down again. They were up around 350. 350,000. Now they're back down to about 315,000. I think it's because they're focusing too much on the wrestling stuff. I think they should focus more on the wacky stuff with the Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy stuff. The Rosemary, Bram, Decay stuff wasn't so good. But at least that was different. It's different than WWE. So anything that's different than WWE uh, that isn't too horrible, that isn't too unwatchable, uh, then I'm fine with it. Some people don't like all this wacky uh, B-movie style stuff they're doing in TNA. I like it, though. You know, I like just I just like to be entertained when it comes to wrestling. You know, I look at the wrestling different, different than a lot of people. I just, I just want to be entertained. Now, I'm not saying I like to see the Gold Dust Hard Truth stuff. That's stuff I don't like. But if something that, you know, I find entertaining, then I'm fine with the show. Go ahead and keep doing it. And I'm fine with Broken Matt Hardy. So, one of the biggest things that Billy Corrigan is planning on doing is this MMA title. It's called the Grand Championship. It's going to have, from what I understand now, it's, the show hasn't aired yet, so spoiler alert uh, here, but it's the TNA Grand Championship where there's going to be three rounds... I guess five minutes each in this match. And if there's not a winner by the end of the three rounds, there'll be a decision made by somebody. I don't know, three judges, one guy, who knows what it's going to be. But the details are a little bit sketchy right now because the show hasn't aired. But it's, I guess this title used to be the King of the Mountain title. I don't know. We'll see about that. Supposedly that's the case. Um, someone, I guess, Lashley lost it. I don't know. Um, well, they stripped him of it. This is really an odd idea. I just don't think wrestling fans want to see a MMA division. I mean, that's basically what it is. And I guess the matches are going to be more of an MMA style, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what the matches are like. I don't think I don't know how long this is going to last. But hey, it's Billy Corgan... He's in charge now in, in TNA, and it's his company for right now. He's in charge. Um, it's going to be really, really intriguing to see these matches. I, you know, I'm definitely once these matches happen, I'm definitely going to review them on this show. Just and 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 I'm going to talk about how uh, either horrible or how great they are. Maybe they'll be fantastic. Now, the closest thing that we've had to this. Uh, the two two times in TNA, from what I remember, one time there was a Samoa Joe Kurt Angle match. I'm sure you remember this. Uh, lockdown 2008, and Kurt Angle came out. The build to this show, to this match, was an MMA style build with lots of video packages, them working out, interviews, all kinds of stuff, and not really a lot of in ring stuff, in ring promos or. Guys interfering in other, each other's matches like WWE does. Uh, it was just an MMA-style build. They had the match. Kurt Angle came out in MMA-style gear, wearing the shorts and everything. And they wrestled. When they wrestled, they did a lot of M- you know, worked or fake MMA. Uh, and the crowd, even at one point during the match, by the end the crowd was into it. But at the beginning of the match, was, the crowd was chanting, we want wrestling. Uh, and but a lot of people though, outside of that building that was chanting "We want wrestling," loved the match. They thought it was great. 
And the match actually got a very good buy rate. Uh, one of the last great buy rates TNA's ever had. Another instance this happened was there was a Kurt, uh, AJ Styles Frank Trigg match. Now, if you remember Frank Trigg, he was a former UFC fighter, and he also used to commentate sometimes uh, on TNA during like Kurt, Kurt Angle's matches and stuff like that, and he was a, a real-life friend of Kurt Angle. Looks like Kurt Angle, too. He had a match with AJ Styles. They were he was I guess he was going to start wrestling for, for TNA. Trig, he had a amateur wrestling match or something like that, and they had like rounds and it was just it was just all wrestling. It was like an amateur wrestling match, and the crowd booed this match. It got uh, it wasn't very good. It was not good at all. So I'm not really sure if this division is going to be all that great as long as it's just like a regular match. Maybe maybe not though. Maybe it should be an MMA MMA style matches. Will it be a shoot? I don't know. Who knows what this is gonna be? I can't wait to see the first match though. I mean, I'm suspecting the first match will take place at Bound for Glory. Who knows what this is gonna be? But I'm definitely very interested in seeing where this goes. So a lot of people have have been complaining about, hey, why did they bring up this guy from NXT during the brand extension, during the draft? They should have brought up this guy or that guy. So I'm just wanting to just quickly go through a few of the guys from NXT who I believe right now needs to be on the main roster. So let's pick out just some notable guys who who would work well in the main roster. Now, you look at guys like the Revival, I don't think they're ready yet. They need to, to keep working on their characters. They need to change their... They look very bland. They need to change their look. They need, they need some more time. But guys like Samoa Joe, you know, he obviously... He's been in NXT for over a year. He needs to be on the main roster as soon as possible. Notably, he needs to be on SmackDown because SmackDown needs a lot of help. Uh, also, Shinsuke Nakamura obviously is another person... Who needs, to, who needs to be on the main roster as soon as possible. Also on SmackDown as well. Now, a guy like an Austin Aries, a Bobby Roode, those guys could be on Raw. It wouldn't be an issue. I think Roode would work, work well on SmackDown. I think all these guys would work well on SmackDown. SmackDown needs the most, most help. And I think it's one of the reasons why they did not bring up a ton of mid-carders, of upper mid-card, top your guys to SmackDown was because of the fact that um, they're going to bring up some guys from NXT to SmackDown. Now, if you think a look at the Raw roster, yes, there's only like two or three really top guys. I mean, Lesnar, Reigns, Rollins, just just off the top of my head, I'm thinking of. And you do, but you do have such a strong mid card, and I think that's one of the, the things about Raw versus SmackDown. Yes. Raw has a strong mid-card, but the top tier isn't as strong. And SmackDown has a much stronger... Uh, now, the problem is Cena is going away here you know, soon, and he's going to be taking time off. So that's going to be they're going to be hurt, hurt there for star power. Some people aren't going to give a crap by him being gone, but some people, you know, like Cena, and they're going to want to watch the show because of him. And he's not on it, they're not going to watch it. Um, we'll see if the ratings go down once he, uh, he wasn't on the show last week and the ratings were down, but that's because of the Olympics. So you can't count that. But some other guys, obviously, who would fit on the WWE main roster currently, there really isn't anybody else. <laughs> I'm looking at this, a list here from Wikipedia of, of the NXT roster, and I really don't see anybody else. I mean, the tag teams, I mean, there really isn't any tag teams, I would say, who really stand out, who would be good on the main roster besides the Revival. And if they did decide to bring them up, SmackDown would be the best place to bring them up to. Hideo Tommy just came back from injury. Uh, he is up there in age, getting up there in age, but he needs to stay on the on NXT for a while to get to, to get uh, to get reaccustomed to wrestling again, get rid of some of the ring rust. And maybe in a, you know six months to a year, he can be on the main roster and possibly in the Cruiserweight division on Raw. That would be a good place for him. So I, I really don't think there's anybody else on this roster. Um, I mean, obviously there's the 
women's division who you could pick a few women from. Bailey, obviously, forgot to, I left her out. Bringing her up as soon as possible. Raw SmackDown didn't matter. Um, Asuka, obviously, as well. Uh, the problem is, you take those two out, you got a lot of very green women in the division. And if you take a lot of those, you know, main event. NXT main eventers out of NXT, you're going to hurt that show as well. In the show, to be honest, I mean, when you watch it week to week, it ain't that great. It isn't really, most weeks, I mean, it's been better lately because I've been building it up, building up uh, the TakeOver show in Brooklyn. But most weeks, it's, it's just a bunch of squash matches, uh, a lot of backstage promos and Occasionally a vignette here or two, here here and there. But for the most part, it's just a squash match show. It's like watching 1985 Pro Wrestling, and that's understandable. That's what Triple H grew up with, and he's the guy who's the head of the show. It's his show, and that's what he likes. And they're also trying to keep it simple for a lot of the deve- developmental guys. They don't want to make it too complicated. But it would be nice if the show was a little bit more entertaining. They, the show doesn't need to be 55 minutes to an hour, which is... Usually what it is every week. It'd be nice if it was maybe 40 minutes, 45 minutes. It does not need to be an hour. Uh, so that's pretty much it for NXT. Um, I don't see anybody else on this list. I mean, No Way Jose and uh, Ciampa and Gargano. and Those are guys maybe in a few years you could bring up to the main roster, but not right now. It's, it's way too early. It's, it's way too early. So, let's just go and run down now these tag teams in the WWE. The main roster, Raw and SmackDown. The rosters have been split. There's only certain tag teams on each show. And there's no tag team title yet on SmackDown. There's going to be soon. And let's go and talk about it here. On Raw... You have the Dudley Boys, Enzo and Cass, Gallows and Anderson, the Golden Truth, the New Day, and the Shining Stars. First up, the new the but the Dudley Boys. They've been buried so deep beneath the earth. There's no chance. I mean, sure you can rehab them. They're enhancement talent now. Enzo and Cass obviously are the hottest act, the hottest tag team right now on Raw. They're just going to put the tag team titles on soon, in my opinion. Uh, New Day, I think they kind of, they're not as hot as they used to be. They're still popular, they're still making money, they're still selling merchandise. But I think Enzo and Cass soon should be the tag team champions after this Gallows and Anderson New Day feud ends put the titles on Enzo and Cass. Uh, Gallows and Anderson, uh, they're becoming kind of, they're becoming very comedic now. Um, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. Uh, their wrestling style isn't exactly exciting, but they do have some personality, I guess. I guess it's a good thing. But they haven't really impressed me so far in the WWE. Um, I don't know. It's just they, they, they're they're kind of generic, but they do have personality. It's kind of a weird thing. It's hard to explain. It's like they're generic, but they do have personalities, and they're not horrible talkers, especially Anderson. But um, they're just doing a lot of comedy. They're doing a lot of comedy. There's a lot of comedy with the, the club. There's a lot of comedy now with this new, with the new day, which is understandable. They're against the new day. They might be doing a lot of comedy. It's understandable. Golden Truth, complete joke. Next, I mean, what can I say? New day, like I said, kind of wearing out their welcome a little bit. Uh, maybe a heel turn, maybe, and then make a few Enzo and Cass. Shining stars, they barely even exist. I mean. I mean, I, I, what can you say about them? 
they are jobbers now, and they've barely been on television. They've been on TV, like, uh, in the actual arena. Not promo packages. Probably three or four times. So, uh, Raw, I would probably give the tag team roster, you know, probably a, a, an A-. minus. SmackDown now. The Ascension. American Alpha. Rizango, the Hype Bros, the Usos, the Villains, and I guess if you want to throw in the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt and Eric Rowan against the Ken. The Ascension are jobbers. American Alpha obviously are not jobbers, and they are the top team in this division. They are a great tag team. Uh, Chad Gable could be the next Kurt Angle in the future. Jordan needs some work with his personality, but uh, in the future he could be he could be something in the future. Could be the next Shelton Benjamin, possibly. Uh, uh, Shelton Benjamin, maybe that actually has real big success. Benjamin, and uh, in, in, it's in sad news. Benjamin Shelton Benjamin uh, has a shoulder injury. He's going to be out for six months. So his obviously his SmackDown. Uh, Return, his WWE return has been delayed, and he may never even come come back to the WWE, which is too bad. I always liked Shawn Benjamin. I thought he was uh, his wrestling ability was uh, he was very exciting to watch in the ring. Yes, he did not have great promo ability or personality or charisma, but uh, his wrestling ability was very exciting to watch. Brizango, another joke tag team. They're keeping them off TV. They haven't they have not appeared at least. As a tag team, they, they may have been in that Battle Royal a couple weeks ago on SmackDown, but uh, they are not really haven't been on TV at all on SmackDown, and so maybe maybe repackaging them possibly and rest himself on the internet by them possibly being repackaged. Hype Bros. Oof, I don't know. These guys, Mojo Raleigh's annoying. Zack Ryder, he had something there for a little while where he was kind of getting a little bit of a singles push. Now he's just tag team guy again. Not a fan of this team. Usos, they're kind of a little washed up, maybe. They, they're kind of. They've done it. WWE's kind of done everything they can with them, and they're getting booed now because they were. Uh, they associated themselves with Roman Reigns for so long that they're getting booed. And Jimmy Uso, Jimmy Uso just came off an injury. I also just read this a couple days ago. How this man is upset with the Usos because they're injury prone. Whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's look. I mean, what can you do? You injured. That's the way it is. This man just needs to realize that. And uh, if it was, it was a minor injury that Jimmy Uso had. He's coming back like next week. Vod villains. Another joke tag team. <laughs> a complete joke. And the Wyatt family. Free Wyatt and Eric Rowan. And eventually, if you're Luke Harper, will be coming back. So, I guess what you could do, if you really want to have a, a real tag team, a heel tag team, go up against American Alpha, the only one I can see here is the Wyatt family. Uh, Wyatt and, and Rowan... So, I'd probably hold it off a little bit, just because you don't want to have that feud immediately, because that's really the only team that they could really feud with that would be anything substantial. So, out of all the teams, they have not had Brizango on TV, on SmackDown, uh, in any kind of matches or segments or anything like that, really, maybe for the Battle Royal. So, I think Brizango may be uh, their next feud, uh, their first real feud, American Alpha. So, the SmackDown... Tag team roster, I'd probably give it a a, a D plus or maybe a C minus, um, just because there really isn't anybody for American Alpha to really take on that is gonna really be a great few by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I mean, Usos, they're they're baby faces. I think guess you could turn them heel. They've been baby faces for a very long time, so that's a possibility. I mean, you don't have to have all these guys be babyface versus heel. Uh, the babyface heel dynamic doesn't always have to take place. 
You could have uh, just. You could have anything. Anything can happen. So as we analyze the entire WWE roster one by one, let's go ahead and go to the women's division, formerly known as the Divas division. Now, on the Raw side of things, you have, first up, you have Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox has not been on WWE television, at least not on Raw on or SmackDown. Uh, at all the last several months. If she has, I completely forgot about it. She probably has been on main event of Superstars, but she's pretty much non-existent. Um, at one time, she was a Divas champion. She was on Total Divas. And that's about it. That's really the, the her biggest career highlights. Um, she was at one time paired with the Bella Twins. Kind of went nowhere. She was just, was just paired with them. It really didn't lead to anything. Um, so now she's pretty much doing nothing. I don't know if she's ever going to do anything ever again. It's not the first time where she's been doing nothing. and uh, So I think she she's going to be there for the long haul. She's there for the money, obviously. Whether What other job can you find uh to make this kind of money i mean uh he without really working your ass off it's it's very difficult charlotte who recently lost the women's title um i mean over the last year they really shoved her down people's throats she got a lot of mic time a lot of wrestled a lot I can't really say she's that over. She's getting a lot of exposure. Um, her wrestling ability is fine. She's not great. She's fine in the ring. She's better than the majority of the women on the entire roster and probably in wrestling today. But she's not fantastic. She's not great. Um, but the question is, what is her? what does the future hold for her? After this feud with Sasha Banks, what is going to happen? I mean, is she just going to be in a mid-card feud with, with, let's say, Paige or Summer Rae or whoever? I don't, I don't know who. I guess she could break up her uh, with Dana Brooke. I mean, they could, they could break break those two up and. They could have a feud, I suppose. Who would be the face? Who would be the heel? Who knows? On to Dana Brooke, who has not really impressed many people. Her wrestling ability is very, very poor. Uh, her matches have been pretty bad. It's not looking good for her right now, and I've read some news reports about Vince McMahon, actually. This actually is a report that I read. Vince McMahon was backstage talking to, to Triple H during a Dana Brooke match, saying, Hey... Why did we call her up? She's not good in the ring. What's going on here? And Triple H had an egg on his face because it was his idea to bring her up. So, she has a personality, yes. She has the look that WWE wants, but she's not good in the ring. And with the new women's division, the the, the especially on the Raw side, the focus on wrestling ability... It's much higher on Raw on Raw. We'll get to SmackDown in a minute. That's much different than Raw. Uh, you need to be a good worker. And she's not, obviously, and it's going to take a long time for her to get better. Um, Nia Jax. She's not really that good either. Not really that much better, but her style is, uh, I think, a little bit easier. It, it, it's a big man style of wrestling, is what she's doing. She's supposed to be a monster, even though they never called her a monster. Uh, so she she's just going to be wrestling a lot of squash matches. Eventually she'll feud with Sasha Banks, I'm sure, for the women's title. Uh, after this Charlotte feud with Sasha Banks ends, um, will she defeat Sasha Banks for the title? Who knows? She... 
she's just really not that good, you know, and she's she's kind of getting a shot in WWE because she's related to The Rock. She's Rock's niece, and... I mean, will she get better? It's possible. You never know. You know, she's probably wrestling, going to be wrestling soon every weekend, every, you know, four, three, four times a week. And maybe that will help her get better. We'll see about that. Paige, what can you say about her? She's uh, non-existent right now. She's supposedly has an injury. She's in a relationship with Alberto Del Rio, and WWE isn't happy about it. <laughs> what can you say? It's uh, not looking good for her right now. She's barely been on TV over the last year. I, don't th- I, I wouldn't shock me if she quits the WWE sometime this year or next year. Sasha Banks... Obviously, she's the women's champion, and I believe that, uh, you know, they should have done this a long time ago. She should have been the women's champion a while ago, but she finally is the women's champion, so it's fine now, but it took a little bit too long of a time to to put the title on her, and uh, she's not great when it comes to her promos. Or her personality. Does she have a personality? Yes. Her promos are too heelish. She's supposed to be a babyface, and she's acting like a heel. That's got to be worked on a little bit. Her wrestling ability is good. She does take maybe a few too many chances in the ring. She almost kills herself every time she goes out there, but at least she's trying, and at least she's trying really hard to have good matches, making an attempt. That's fine, but you know, you're probably not going to re- wrestle a long time if you wrestle her style for very long. Summer Rae... I don't know what's going on with her. She has been on TV at all since the draft, or really not even really before the draft. She was on TV really at all. So I don't really, I really don't know much to say about her. She may be leaving WWE at some point later this year or next. On to SmackDown, SmackDown Women's Division. So right now on SmackDown. There are six women who wrestle. You do have Maurice on the show, but she doesn't wrestle. Now, even Marie, obviously, has not wrestled yet. We'll get to her in a minute. I'll start with Alexa Bliss. She, uh, she's still very green. Uh, still young enough to where she can still learn. Um, her height could be an issue, but it wasn't really an issue for AJ Lee, so it probably won't affect her. Um... I think they're not really good. I, I don't really think they have any plans for her, really. I think that she's going to just kind of be kind of just running in place here for a while and until they finally figure out what something to do for her. Maybe she'll they'll pair her with someone, uh, valet maybe is for someone, or who knows what will happen. But right now, I don't think they're going to be doing anything with her. She does need, still need some work with her in ring. Uh, her promos are okay. She does have a personality, but those also need work, some work as well. Becky Lynch, she's the top babyface on SmackDown. She's losing a lot also, which is an issue. Um, she may end up being the first women's champion on SmackDown. I'm not really sure about that. Um, could be somebody else that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, she, uh, her wrestling ability is okay. She's a little slow at times in the ring, but she's fine. Her personality can get, become very grating at times, but at least she has a personality. Uh, she knows how to emote. Her acting ability is okay. She does a lot of she does do a lot of backstage vignettes, so she, she has had some experience there over the last year with many vet backstage vignettes. But uh, she definitely has much more popularity though than uh, than a lot of the women on the main roster. So. Uh, she's hot baby face and they need to protect her more and that's really been the biggest issue I think she's been losing too much Carmella very green in the ring um, her personality like Sasha Banks is that of a heel it's very heelish personality um, kind of annoying but uh, her big, biggest issue I think is that she should be paired with someone as a valet uh, like Enzo and Cass so maybe there, some maybe there's somebody on, you know, SmackDown, like the Hype Bros, or that may piss people off even suggesting that, but Hype Bros could be somebody good, or maybe a Dolph Ziggler. If Dolph Ziggler turns heel, and they pair her with 
Dolph Ziggler or you know whoever who knows Baron Corbin somebody uh, on SmackDown because uh, she I think needs a little bit more time to learn how to wrestle and pairing her, pairing her putting her as a manager valet would be a better idea. Eva Marie, what is there to say? I mean, they're doing this thing where they're they're pretending, you know, she's doing these fake things where she can't wrestle for whatever reason. Uh, and a lot of there's been rumors that she may be winning the, the SmackDown Women's Championship when they decide to create it. I don't know about this idea. Obviously, it's very controversial. It's going to piss people off if it happens. I'm fine with it. I mean, if you look at the roster on SmackDown, the, the women's roster, it's not fantastic. You could say, well, you know, Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Natalia are all good workers. But, I mean, Naomi, I think that she's on kind of the tail end of her career, possibly, and Natalia as well. And Becky Lynch, uh, you know, it's always better to have the Bay face chase the heel for the championship. So, if you put Becky Lynch in there as the champion immediately, you know, it's it's just kind of like, it's just gonna. It's it's not as interesting. Having the heels as champion is usually a lot more interesting. But here's the other thing to remember too. Nikki Bella could be coming back soon in the next few months, so she could be end up being the first SmackDown Women's Champion. Remember that. But even Marie, she gets tons of heat. People on the internet, a lot of people on the internet hate her guts, just because uh, you know she's not very good in the ring, and they're pushing her because of her looks. And look, though, I mean. Uh, I think she has a look that appeals to casual viewers. I agree that she's terrible in the ring, and she does need to get better. And I don't, I don't know if she's ever going to get better, but she does have a look that appeals to casual viewers. And she should be used in a different way, as a valet, as a just a heat magnet. Put her with somebody, like a Dolph Ziggler or something, if he turns heel, or Bray Wyatt, somebody, to, 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 so she doesn't have to wrestle. Uh, even though sometimes it would, it may, it may be sometimes comical to see her wrestle uh, time to time. Naomi, um, WWE has never really gone full bore with her. They've given her a couple title matches here and there, but they never really have. Uh, she, have she actually did have an injury when she was getting a big push. I think it was last year. She got injured. She had just turned heel, and uh, she was actually going to be wrestling for the title. Actually, supposedly she was going to win the title at WrestleMania last year. That didn't happen, obviously, and that was her shot. And I think ever since then, it's just like kind of been spinning, spinning her wheels. And I don't think uh, they're going to be doing anything with her really uh, on SmackDown uh, in the near future. Natalia, who knows what's going on with her? She's a heel now. Uh, her matches really have been very boring lately. Uh, a lot of submission holes in the matches. Very boring. Uh, I think she's on her way out. I think that she'll be leaving soon, even though SmackDown does have a very thin women's roster, and she'll probably be on TV a lot. And she has been feuding with Carmella. Um, you know, it's just... I just don't see her, her her time in WWE for very much longer. And with Nikki Bella coming in, it's probably to SmackDown soon. I don't think, I don't think Nikki Bella's going to Raw. I think she's going to SmackDown, so... Uh, soon we will be seeing Nikki Bella. She will be the main star of SmackDown when it comes to the women's division. Um, I don't think even Marie will be, which is a lot of what, which is what a lot of people think will, is what will happen. But I think it will be Nikki Bella, not even Marie. So that's it for today. Join me next time for another episode of Wrestling Talkcast. <laughs>